You're actually the first UK band I think I've ever spoken to. Wow. Do nice, we, nice. Do we sound like Spinal Tap? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, just, just, just a smidge. <laughs> history of doom metal and its sister sounds based on the recounted tales of its followers every week we will have a different guest to spin their yarn you can visit the website at diaryofdoom.com follow us on instagram like us on facebook follow the podcast on diaryofdoom.podbean.com and subscribe and listen to the podcast wherever you may get podcasts from and if you have a question or whatever you can fire off an email to diaryofdoom1968 at gmail.com and we also have a Patreon that you can support for additional episodes and whatnot. You can find that over at patreon.com slash diary of doom. And also just a quick reminder that we do have some shirts available over at the diary of doom Bandcamp page and all of the proceeds for the legalized recreational rips t-shirts go to the last prisoner project, which is an organization uh, we've been throwing some, money and trying to spread the word about because they work towards cannabis law reform for the 420 episode or the 420 week this 420 weeks episode that sounded weird but whatever is the band steak not a steak but the band steak from the uk and they have a new album out called acute mania and joining us is kip and cam so thank you for joining us it's a pleasure pleasure to be here you know the leading up to this the the new album and everything what are your two earliest experiences with music? Did you come from musical backgrounds or did you find it kind of like on your own? No, I, I, my, my, my grandparents were into music, into country and western, funny enough, um, which in England, you know, don't really get a lot of, but um, I really got into the probably in, into music when I was probably about 12 or 13 through um, Kit Was Old Man, listening to the Beatles and, you know, like the compilation, the Red and the Blue album around his house, like, you know, going for a few beers and then go back to his house afterwards and then listening to that. And then, yeah, I think, and then it sprung from that really. So it was the Beatles for me, was a big, big start of it. And then, yeah, you just, just go off and diff the different tangents and find yourself in weird places and where we're at now. And you heard that right, Cam was drinking at 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heavily. <laughs> uh, yeah. No and, doubt that yeah, played a part too. <laughs> yeah. yeah um i mean my yeah growing up in my house was kind of uh my dad with his vinyl a lot vinyl collection of zeppelin and uh pink floyd a lot of neil young stuff like that um and then i've had an older brother and sister as well 10 and eight years older than me and my brother was big into his thrash metal and then grunge i think i got heavily into oasis when i was about 13 and had the at the, uh, the unfortunate haircut that uh, <laughs> like a Liam Gallagher type haircut, which is pretty. <laughs> 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 to say the least, yeah. 
but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, it was always in the family, always uh, whatever bedroom or living in, in the living room. You know, there'd be music playing, and so it was always heavily influenced with pretty good stuff as well. You know, um, that's always uh, it's all I've always been around it. Yeah, and, I think, yeah, and, then, and then and then you gravitate towards people like your sort of you know if you start talking about the Beatles or whatever or Pink Floyd, and then you sort of gravitate towards the people like your sort of music really, which that's how you end up in a band, I suppose. And also, you know, given that you're from the UK, you're kind of from the the hub of the export that would become heavy metal. You know, I know obviously there were developments in the states, but you know, UK played such a big role in that. So, like, when did you? find yourself like getting into uh heavy metal i mean and obviously you know you've got a band you know zeppelin and the uh, the kings themselves black sabbath yeah i think there's a probably actual uh, actual point we got into that i think we went we went snowboarding in 2002 was it yeah i think yeah and then i think that's when songs for the death came out by going to stone age obviously and then mm-hmm. uh we just listened to that for a couple of weeks on that holiday i think we went to italy and just got obsessed by this album and then i think we came back decided we're gonna you know joked around with a name what we're gonna call our band and then all ball instruments and then from obviously coins of stone age and then that was a, maybe a year or two and then you know you, you backtrack a little bit and go to caius and obviously that sort of stuff and then you start down tuning your instruments and then it becomes heavier and then you go from that and then what does that sound like so it, it, it spawned off from that really yeah i mean those bands like obviously sabbath you've always always been around you've always heard them but that was the point when us as a group of friends kind of really yeah. got into that sort of heavier music was, was, yeah. was b- then. B- before that, it was a little bit lighter, a little bit more, you know, mainstream where that, that album was definitely a, a big turning point. Our, our old drummer, Large, he was just, you know, we'd go back to listen to Wretch, Picasso's first album. And then, it, you know, just, just you can, you can, from that, you can just go endlessly down there, any different avenue you'd like to. But that was... That was definitely almost like a moment i think when we went in went to italy snowboarding and then found his album and just kept listening to it and then just it just totally changed everything really which is which I mean, is funny is. like the bands we're mentioning are american bands where you're talking about yeah uh, yeah exactly the british scene of heavy yeah. metal the, the start of it but yeah i mean i suppose uk bands to us don't seem that special really because this sort of you know you you hear them probably too much over here and so but i suppose from the states it seems different because it's more exotic coming from the uk yeah. than it would be like from us american bands sound better than a uk band and vice versa so it's you know it seems a bit more glamorous or whatever but <laughs> that is a funny dynamic though like how you know it's always such a big fucking deal when uh, a band from overseas plays the states and it's you know obviously with the last two years but before that it was always like a oh this band can't make it to the fest because of whatever fucking visa issues I, it always seems like it's a it's like um like you get your badge of honor once you do your first european or uk tour or something like that and so yeah i, I get it. i think it's kind of like the one of the same so it's sort of funny that you have their like yeah you know the beatles like what well, you know they're from here they're fine or you know Sabbath, yeah like whatever they're around but then you're like oh damn like people do have like that other perception of it simply because it's like, wow, you know, I mean, I just remember reading about like, what is it like the, the British invasion and like, you know, comic mm. books had that, which we'll kind of talk about later on because it plays kind of a role with your stuff too. But it was like that sort of thing where it was like, oh man, like all these big, big writers are coming over and they're doing stuff here and 
you know, turn the world upside down, but I digress. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't make a difference, but somehow when you listen, it just has a slight, like, slight difference, isn't it, when you listen to a different a band from a different country. Do you have, like, a, a landmark album for yourself that you feel like maybe you start thinking about? Well, I guess you said it's, like, Songs for the Deaf, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that as a band, <laughs> that's definitely the album that kind of sparks things you know, got us, mm-hmm. got us going. Really. Yeah, because we were probably a little bit, I don't know, we're too young or in a different environment when we were probably a little bit younger than that. So we're probably like mid, early 20s when that came out. So before that, it was stuff that we wouldn't really want to mention that we're listening to. <laughs> listening to. <laughs> you go through phases as a teenager that, yeah, yeah. it's best yeah. left unsaid, I suppose. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was the, the kind of album that brought us all back in together and going, you know, like yeah. the influences from our early days, listening to our parents' stuff and... And then, and then I think you go backwards. We went backwards from that almost. Yeah. So that that as a band definitely uh, would be the the yeah of songs for the death. Well, there's million there's millions of other albums from that point that we've you know you'd call it's hard to narrow it down really. For me personally, it'd be Slow Burn, Amusing the Amazing would be my my personal favorite album. I would say with that mm-hmm. genre. It's cool too because of like when you started the band and whatnot, you know, you just kind of exist within this big sphere of, you know, you do have like some legacy bands that are still around there. Um, you know, I is, I mean, is I don't know if Esoteric is still, I, they're still doing their thing, I think. But I mean, like Paradise Lost, obviously Electric Wizard, Orange Goblin, and you got the newer bands like Conan and Elephant Tree. Um, yeah. So, like, were you involved in that scene at all, or like, did you just kind of see it like? come to prominence sort of like when you kickstarted the band so it's kind of yeah when we started the band like the stoner rock kind of genre was was kind of unbeknown to us we you know yeah we, we kind we, of we fell in we, we fell kind of played that. our way into it without knowing uh playing a few shows early on in small uh yeah. pubs and bars and i remember getting a comment on myspace at the yeah. time uh, saying, oh, that, boy, uh, my <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. Yeah. here showing our age. Um, said, like Caius, Caius on speed, Caius on speed, and we're like, Oh, right, okay. who they were, yeah, not, time. yeah, yeah. And then, um, kind of, well, this is this is really cool, like, yeah, let's, let's listen to this a bit more and kind of fell into it in, in a way. We were, yeah, there's no way you like contrived to be anything, really. It was just we played and maybe changed the tuning and thought and then it just ended up being like it wasn't like oh we, we're going to do this and we want to sound like this it just happened to yeah sort of happened really and then looking back at it and then from then like bands like orange goblin you realize oh okay they're like spearheading that kind of scene in the uk at that time but the other bands probably didn't come along to a lot later really did they no like, you know no start to and, hear about and, and, and like elephant tree good friends of ours we yeah. recent well recently two years three years ago toured with them yeah, um, yeah, 2019. Which yeah, was fun, which was fun. Pretty poor drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah. I partied with them at uh, St. Vitus for a little while after they played there. And they, uh, they're going, they're going to well, they can drink. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we've got a few tales from that tour, but yeah. Um, for another time. <laughs> uh, Maybe for later. Yeah, so, and obviously we've, our guitarist Reese, he's he kind of we we he kind of saw that it wasn't really back yeah, in this was, was like yeah. 2008 2009 there was a scene there but there wasn't much being done to kind of promote that he started putting on his own shows and from that has led to desert fest and you know 
now that's kind of Desert Fest New York, Desert Fest London, Desert Fest Berlin, Desert Fest Athens, Belgium. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind yeah. of spiralled from that. But that was kind of... At the start, it was like us, Sedulous, another few, UK few, band, Sedulous, few, uh, 12 Bore, yeah, Merrick, kind of, Sons of Merrick, Rings Around Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which were all within the same... Just underground genre, kind of UK bands that were just playing pub gigs. And Reese kind of got something going and bringing some of the bands over from the US. Um, I think the first big tour they done was with the Atomic Bitch Wax. Yeah, and just bringing these bands together and giving the them a, big, wax, yeah, a bigger fighters, platform, yeah. really, to kind of to work from. And from that, yeah, as I say, it's, it's turned into something bigger. As much as it pains <laughs> me to say, fair play to our guitarist, Reese for, for doing that. <laughs> So Reese is is heavily involved in the in the formation of the Desert Fest thing. I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, he is he created he, it. He, yeah, he kind of he created it. it basically. Yeah, so it was his idea. Yeah, so I, I remember sitting at a band practice when we used to practice just down the road, and he was like, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do a on a festival." Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's done it. So done it. Done it well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got it all over the fucking like world now. It's crazy, you know. I'm, I'm like just hoping that it's gonna pop off in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you look at like the how far it's come. You look at that New York lineup that's, that's happening this year, and it's. I mean, it's a really, really strong lineup. As is the the London Desert Fest that we're going to be playing in three weeks' time. So. Yeah, and and Berlin as well. So yeah, I mean, there's it's come a long way, and it's just getting stronger each year. So, are you going to the New York one? Are you going to the? New oh York yeah, one? I went to the I went to the the first one, and I you played there, right? We did, yeah, 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 that, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, in that tiny fucking room. So like, I mean, honest, didn't see you because I couldn't get into the fucking room. <laughs> just say, just say you did. Say you did. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll just uh, you know, I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when was that? Like, when, yeah, was that I do remember you were there because I was like, "Oh, there's a band called Steak here. That's interesting." <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, here we are. Yeah, so <laughs> put a face to it. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, that place is no longer with us, so they had to move it. But yeah, I'll be there in May. Very much looking forward to it. I was bummed about some of the recent cancellations, but you know what can you do? It the world is upside down, so. Yeah, I mean, I was bummed that Green Lung had to drop off the bill. Yeah, good band, yeah. So speaking of that, like, where did you come, or who came up with the origin of the name? Because you also just listed off a whole bunch of other, uh, you were saying a bunch of underground names. And I, I, it's one thing I do love about this genre before it kind of got, like, really super saturated with some of the repetitive names and whatnot that there are some bands with truly fucking great names here so like how did you settle on just being like we're gonna call ourselves steak we're gonna call ourselves after a slab of meat <laughs> i'm still not keen on it <laughs> that's amazing it's even better <laughs> i'm still not keen on it but uh well we had an even worse name before and then i think we uh we asked a load of people on Facebook or something for, for different names. Yeah, that was that was entertaining. We we put it out on Facebook, like we're mm -hmm. we're gonna we want a name for the band. Please let us know, give us your ideas and Ice Horse. Ice Horse, that was, or that was in, in, in How Ice Wow. Horse. In How Wow was a good one. 
Yeah. My favourite. But yeah, um, I, I think Steak's kind of just that. Uh, I think that, we, did we play, we played a, a few shows with a band, Italian band called Steak Off the Witch. Yeah. That was, I yeah. think that was maybe where it came from. Maybe that put it into our head, but it was kind of, it's just kind of no nonsense, you know, that's what it is. Short, sharp, yeah. to the point, Steak. And does the band make the name good or does the name make the band, you know, it's like <laughs> one of them, isn't it? So it's difficult to say. Really? Well, yeah. If, I did this case, I if you're a shit band, it's going to be a shit name. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. You could have a you could have a really shit name, but it could be a good band, and the name's good. Yeah. True. Is that true? I'd say. I'd say. Uh, I don't Reckon? know. I can think of some bands that I'm not going to say that have kind of silly names and are not great bands. <laughs> but the name would be good if they were good. <laughs> right, right. But I, I'm trying. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone who I think has like a pre. I mean, there's so many metal bands that just have like this band name is really stupid, but they're really awesome. I'm yeah, to think of a good one. Well, Stank. I mean, it was, is it really good? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I kind of get what you're saying though. It's like it doesn't. It's like it's just this is the band, and it, like the name in and of itself doesn't have like um sort of like a deeper meaning. It's like this is just what we need to do to like be the band we want to be. And yeah, it's this, weird this, enough this, that people are going to look at it and say like, "Huh, I'm gonna check that out." Yeah, I suppose it doesn't seem strange to to me now. Really. No, and but, it's funny you see comments on uh, YouTube uh, about the fact that they wouldn't even listen to the album because yeah. of the fact we're called Steak or we listen to the track. Yeah, wouldn't even press play because because of how stupid our name is. So yeah, I, <laughs> I suppose it can work against you, but you know, I mean, it's fuck it, we're called Steak, so that, that's it now. I like it. I mean, <laughs> how can you go wrong? You should do a tour with Throb Throbbing Gristle. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, is that is that? Oh, action? you don't know Throbbing Gristle? No, no. Oh, they're like uh, old school, kind of like uh, early industrial band from like, okay. way back in the day. Question: Are you are any of you vegetarian? Which would be kind of funny. And then if you're not, like, do you have a preferred cut of meat? <laughs> Probably a T-bone. A T-bone steak. All right, that's think, solid. You get like a sirloin. You get a sirloin and the fillet as well in there. Yeah, I've not got a preference as long as it's as long as it's cooked right, and not overdone. Well done, extra extra well done. Yeah. If you like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, Sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's uh, talk more about the band. So, like, when it comes to your music, I feel like you have a pretty specific like vibe for lack of a better word and it's like i feel like you're a bit more uh like self-aware um so like in it in as much as like you don't take it super seriously you still want to have fun with it but you're clearly like take the creative and musical aspects of it very seriously which is why a song like coke dick fucking rules <laughs> which is like i don't know what it's about i imagine it's about some dude's I don't, I don't rod dusted and blow <laughs> <laughs> um, so can you like kind of comment on like what your approach is to to that and i don't mean the rod i mean like what's your approach to making well, music I, I, I think when we started we all just picked up interest no, no one had never played before mm -hmm. just started and i think we probably kept that spirit going 
But I suppose it comes to a point where you want, you know, you do put your heart and soul into it and you do want to try your hardest to make something sound good. But at the same time, you want to call songs stupid names and have a bit of a laugh of it, really, as well. You know, we've got silly sense of humours and want to, you know, have a, have a laugh about things at the same time. So it's just trying to find that nice balance of taking it seriously, but having a laugh, but, you know, trying to find that sweet spot, I suppose. You know, and, and people, if you take yourself too seriously, then people think you're a bit of a dickhead. If you if you yeah. don't take yourself too seriously, if you do the opposite, then they also think you're a dick. Yeah, so <laughs> you're trying to find that that bit bit of a of a really good song that's got a silly name. That's that's a good. I, don't know, I, like, I like that sort of attitude to it all. Yeah, and but I think with the new album, we've had a little bit more time to kind of work on the what's the what's the best way to put it. Um, Procrastination. Well, yes, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We've had a bit. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of the time it was not throwaway songs but we'd get a song and you know would riff knock out a riff and kind yeah, of we're not bang trying. bang bang yeah that's a good tune let's put that one away that's going on the album whereas you know this time we've had a lot more time hmm. to work on the other side of it where we're taking it not say seriously but going okay well, just let's... putting more effort into it I yeah, suppose. Yeah, 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 like yeah not taking it any more seriously just putting more time and effort into something that you want to you know you're you're you know, reflects on you, doesn't it? What you put out, you know, that's, it's you. But, so. the, but there's certainly, like you say, it's kind of keeping that. Yeah. Funny element to it. You know, element. you got away from that. You, you just, I don't know. If everything becomes too serious, then it'd be, wouldn't be as fun. Wouldn't be. Yeah. It would feel like work. It, yeah, yeah. 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 And we don't do this for a living. So to, to have something on the side, that's like a, a hobby, so to speak. And if that's not enjoyable, then you know what's the point in, in doing it and having a bit of fun with it and being creative. And if it's not fun, you know, I mean, you know, bands we've played with and toured with who don't seem to be doing that, it's like, well, what are you doing it for then? Really, you might as well just, you know, have, have as much fun as you can. That's right. Where, that's, I where think we, that that's where we come from, anyway. I think that makes sense. Um, you know, and like what you you took the time that you had with this new record, and you know, you kind of like refined it and you know, whittled it down. Be like, this is like the this is the best thing that you know we put out right now because it's like fuck it what else are you gonna do but at least you exactly. didn't forget how to have fun doing that <laughs> yeah and, and we've got dean dean this is the first album we've recorded with dean our new drummer and he's a bit more like okay that's not that's you know let's just make this better let's just let's just mm -hmm. go through it okay that's not gonna see it let's just try harder let's just work through it a bit more where we were before with sammy our old drummer it'd just be like okay that's it it's not gonna go beyond that and move on to the next song as opposed to Dean would work through it a little bit more. Another thing about it is that, um, you know, I always feel like bands, you know, wherever they come from are fairly, in, it's fairly indicative of that. And it's something that I think is kind of funny about uh, your music is that uh, it feels very, and probably because it's just in a genre that I'm familiar with, but it feels very approachable to me, but I still feel like there's a couple of things about it that are like uniquely British. So like, I'm just curious, like is Papa's, uh, Special custard, is that a British thing? Is there some <laughs> British element to that? Or is that just my like, nan, yeah, my nan used to reading too it. much into it? No, no uh, just something we made up. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, not funny. That's kind of keeping uh, as serious as this album could have gotten. That's that's pulling it back and going, no, hold on a minute. This is like a Coke dick or yeah, you know, yeah. comical track name. You know, that's just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I think each, each song has a working title, so... They get like given a, a stupid working title name 
and some stick and some stick and some don't. So that that that, that was the one that ended up sticking. Just couldn't lose that. We couldn't no. lose that one. Kind of an interesting subtopic. Like, do you have any other like working titles that you're like, this is horrible. We have to change this. Oh, sumo kitchen. Yeah. What did we have on this album? Oh, it was like um Dead Meat was called Balls Balls Deep. Balls Deep. <laughs> balls Deep. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like um Yeah, something it was something Ballsy like Deepy or yeah, something. Yeah, it was weird, yeah, but it was just, like uh, um yeah. They're so, normally better than the actual titles we have, we had to give them in the end. Yeah, the, the working titles. Yeah. We we get to the studio and we're like actually um, can we call that no, that mm, yeah. maybe not uh so like most of them get cut and come up with a more kind of normal yeah, title yeah. but yeah some of them stick like papa's special custard so yeah <laughs> i'm glad that one stuck around what, what, do, what um, does that conjure up in you what does that conjure up in your mind when 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 you hear papa's special custard uh, I mean, it's like probably nothing good. There's just something about it uh, <laughs> that makes me think of like a kind of drab tasting gelatinous food that an old uh, British guy makes in his house uh, for his, uh, his for his exactly, mom. Yeah. Do, do you, have, you have custard? You have custard in the states, do you? Yeah, we do. It, uh, I don't yeah. eat it because I can't really deal with eggs. Um, I have some yeah. dietary issue. Um, but yes, we have we do have it. Uh, of, of the frozen variety and the non-frozen variety. <laughs> Some people seem to really like the frozen variety. I don't really have much of a take on it because I don't eat Fro- frozen custard. Frozen custard. Yeah, that's new. That's new to yeah, us. Yeah, that's Papa's frozen custard. Because <laughs> <laughs> custard for you, I'm assuming, is just like the egg, like the egg, whatever it is, like when it's whipped up and then you put it in. Yeah, the, you get it in like a, bir- a bird's eye tin, and then you you heat it up in a saucepan slowly, and you have it with like an mm-hmm. apple crumble or something like that. So that's yeah, custards. I think I, I custard yesterday actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll be a while. Rhubarb, rhubarb before I try that again. I know. Well, another thing that I I kind of mentioned it before that I do really like about it is that you I do really like your aesthetic. Who does no. the artwork for the albums? Oh, who does it? Um, uh, good mate of ours, Scope. Scope. Yeah, I Scof, like that. Yeah. Um, I like that you have this uh, kind of very cool, uh, you know, graphic novel sort of like, vibe to it. I don't know. I mean, I know comics definitely have like played their role in the history of heavy metal and heavy metal artwork. And there's plenty of comic book artists that have done that. But I mean, are you all comic book fans and whatnot, like in addition to being music fans or is it like somebody else? I seem to remember years ago when we first met our first EP, Disastronaut, and uh, we were trying to come up with that thing that sort of ran through everything and we went mm-hmm. through a lot, lot of ideas and it was like, okay, comic book. I think Reese was into comic books. I'm, I'm not, and I don't mean Kipper is into yeah, comic right. books particularly, <laughs> but that was, we got an, uh, an artist from South America to go ahead and do the, the artwork. Mm-hmm. Which I think uh, amazing. The first couple of EPs he did. And then that seemed to just run through the whole theme of even to this day. Yeah. We started off, we had a, we had an idea about doing four EPs and yeah. having a little kind of uh, box set collection of comics. Of a, yeah. uh, of a story that run through each EP. And then after the second EP, we got approached by Napalm Records to do an album. So like that kind of canceled that little idea out. Um, mm-hmm. But we've all always thought about going back to it and finishing off that yeah. four EP thing. So we, we, that might, we might return to that, but it, no, it was, uh, it's kind of uh, Reese 
so yeah, guitarist is his kind of his thing really. He's into comics and he he had the idea originally, we kind of run with it and it's been good because it mm. kind of something a little bit different. I know, you know, and we're not the first band to have a comic theme, but you know, we have stuck with it and yes, and now we've got, you know, we've got two comic books out. Every album covers had a you know a comic style cover. And it's better than having our faces on the front cover, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how we got around that, basically. <laughs> you don't have to take as many promo shots now. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, you got. Yeah, you know what our comic character looks like. Just use that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and and kind of now it's it's evolved into something else. Now we've got this kind of the film Mad Lord film running alongside it and you know what what's happened with this album everything coming together has given it a kind of another element to just releasing an album i suppose you know that's what we do we do the music but reese alongside the artist reese wooten who does all the comic stuff yeah scope who does the artwork and samuel smith who's the uh, movie director they've all sort of come together and put all their efforts together and 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 created this whole package which looks fucking cool yeah i mean this is like just a huge uh multimedia project basically it's pretty cool like i i feel like i haven't seen something like this pop up in a while where you're getting like every very like unique element like all coming together to create like one Final package, you know, it's sort of yeah, like you gotta and it, and it, play the video game to to get this part of it. I mean, there's no video game. The video game. <laughs> we should we ever done? We should do the video game. <laughs> yeah, you should do like an old like eight bit or sixteen bit like side scroller. Or I'm still, I'm still waiting for the action figures as well. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you should ask the old person kind of WWF the, like, kind of ones. moves like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, you should. Um, you should ask that company that does like the the slayer and the lemmy fake action figures they might do it for you oh this is really cool yeah you can go stream a 35 minute long samurai film called uh mad lord samurai of a thousand deaths and this is and it's got steak is the music fucking crazy um wow yeah. this is really cool i'm gonna have to like dive like way deeper in this but like how did where how did this all happen like did this all just like came about as just as the band you're like, fucking you through. Yeah, so, so Samuel Smith, who's produced and directed the, the movie, he uh, is an old friend of mine. Uh, I introduced him to the band shortly after we released our first album, Slab City, in 2014. And he wanted to do a music video. And I introduced him to Reese. Them two got chatting. And then from there, they've kind of thrown ideas at each other. Uh, we got this really cool video for Rising, which was the release from Slab City. And then on the next album, he done a video for us. And then on this album, he said he wants to do another video revolving around Samurais. And uh, we're like, right, yeah, we'll, we'll roll with that. That sounds good. And from that, he's, the, the music video idea, him and Reese got chatting. And after a few too many beers, by the sounds of it, they ended up coming up with the idea, well, let's make a short film out of this. <laughs> um, one thing led to another, and basically he's ended up making a film. Um, <laughs> and and it's not only that, like the, some of the, the cast they pulled in from like 
you know, they've done like Hollywood films. So yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it got, it got crazy, crazier and crazier and bigger and bigger. And we were ending up working on the set design and yeah, making yeah, the yeah. set up and yeah, it, it spiraled and become what it is now. But, um, but he, he's great. Sam, who's done the, said who's done the videos with us and has done the film he's uh he's a trooper because he's put a lot of time and effort into this and it's come to fruition now and it it was uh it's worked alongside us releasing this album and the comic and there's actually animation in the film as well the, the comic artist has uh worked alongside sam as well so they you know everyone's working together and to to get this released and become this kind of big package of a, an hour it's not just a steak album it's a movie and, and comic book as well so we're just rolling so what that. happens when <laughs> normally you stand around like having a few drinks talking about something and then someone says something and then and then you actually got to go and do it so that's that's that but that's what happens you just sort of talk about it and then you've got to go and like do it <laughs> <laughs> well usually usually Reese come to band practice and be like oh by the way uh we're going to release a movie or like a short yeah. film. Like, you're like, all right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be Sam Rise and that's, you know, this, that, and the other prior to releasing the album, when we were writing it, um, we kind of knew about this kind of theme and, you know, it's not by any stretch of concept album or anything like that, that we've done musically or lyrically, but it's always been that kind of. Yeah. So I suppose subconsciously, subconsciously thinking there. about it, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's been nice. It's been kind of a focus almost for the album to for it to all mm -hmm. come together. I bet you never thought you were going to be involved in making like a movie and a comic book <laughs> when you first started. You're just like, ah, it's just like a fun band thing. Exactly. Yeah, you just you, you don't know what you're going to get get yourself into. Really, you just sort of started and no, not at all. No, it's all opposite, really. Well, that's really cool, and congratulations on it all being a success because, I mean, I feel like I've been to conventions where you see sort of these multimedia projects, like, you know, getting promoted and trying to get off the ground, and then they kind of, like, fade into obscurity, but, like, you, you got it done. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you say, you, you wouldn't have expected prior, like, a few years ago to be doing this sort of stuff, and... The fact that we've been able to be a part of it is, yeah, it's great. You know, we're just one part of it, really, you know, but yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. It's good, that, you know, you always have something to look back on and go, well, look, we've, we've done that. Okay. Yeah, it's just good. It's good fun. And, you know, it's a good experience to put yourself through, you know, whether it's difficult or it's fun or, you know, it's just a good thing to go through. Since this uh, episode is dropping just after 420, are you uh, partakers in the devil's lettuce at all? And uh, if so, do you have a preferred method? No, I'm not. <laughs> not at all? No. <laughs> no. I, no. <laughs> I think the last time I tried it was about 15 years ago. And I ended up in a gutter somewhere. Pulling pull a whitey. Pulling a, pull, pull, pull a proper whitey. And just, yeah, this was horrible, horrible experience. I haven't touched it since. We're um, yeah, no, no, we're, no. yeah. Despite the genre that we sit sit in, which is stoner rock, we're the we're not really. No. We should be boozer rock. Yeah, that that that'd fit better for us. I think that'd be a better fit. It's funny. I feel like everyone I've spoken to this month has just been like, "Nah, I don't do it. I don't do it well." <laughs> mm. 
That's it. We, it's not that we, yeah, we don't, we haven't, we don't do we, it. We're against it. We just don't do it well. No, yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, bad experience. That's very funny. Well, in, in that regard, uh, if, if you prefer to be known as Boozer Rock, um, you know, you have, uh... <laughs> our, old, our old drummer Sammy uh, described us as Boozer Rock, yeah. I think, before he joined he us. Coined that term, yeah, yeah, he coined his, yeah. That's why you shouldn't smoke because you wind up blowing ash all over your plate, all over yourself. Are you hitting the bomb? <laughs> no, no, not at the moment. Um, it's too early. No, I already did it. <laughs> I took care of that earlier in the day. Uh, you did. You mentioned that you were on tour with uh, Elephant Tree. Do you have any like memorable touring stories, whether they were good or bad? Well, um, well at, at the start of that tour. Prior to that tour, we were all at a gig together watching, I can't remember who it was, but uh, in London. And they kind of set us a challenge. They they basically said they'd drink us under the table on tour. Which was insulting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we just went hell for leather right from the first day. And by day number three, I think they, yeah, they, were, they were waving they were, the white flag. Yeah, they were falling out of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> Passing out, they were passing out in uh, Lintz, yeah, Lintz, yeah, no, Lintz, Nostria, yeah, or Lintz, Nostria. They're passing out. We had to, we, had to, we carried Pete Holland, uh, the bass player, from the venue to the like a, like a two mile walk to the, this bar we we're going to go to. And we took turns in carrying older over our shoulder, didn't we? The fireman's carry, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. was just, yeah, he was, he was another planet. And he actually, Bless him. yeah, it just basically debauchery every single night, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, I've got to say, it's the, the most. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was, it was, it was the, the best yeah, time. It's great. It was great to do a tour with Ed Boyd's because you know we we played gigs before, but spending mm -hmm. two weeks with them, you in each other's pockets, and we played. Just, yeah, amazing. Really, we played with Lopan as well. You know, Lopan. Yeah, yeah. Their uh, drummer unfortunately has cancer, so mm. um, there's a GoFundMe out there. I know, but hopefully he's able to kick it. Yeah, Lopan's great. Saw them yeah. uh, in October last year. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. and they 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 were good. They yeah. they yeah they made it as well. It was. Uh, Good to hang out with two the other two mm -hmm. bands are great to hang out with and um yeah that was that was just, that was a good tour yeah it? every night was just you know everyone, every, everyone's in, everyone's in it for the right reason everyone's having a good time and you know it's just having a good time and just what's put in front of you deal with and have a good attitude for everything and then you can't go wrong really it's just yeah good time but we we've been over to the states we've done uh south by southwest festival for ripple yeah we played That's... texas for 10 days that and was we, that we, was we've uh, done a little tour event, of texas yeah eventful and we've done the New York Desert Fest, as you know. So, yeah, but hopefully we'll be able to come back again soon and do some more dates. But see, let's see what happens with this album. What, what's your take on it? Do you prefer to tour Europe or did you did you enjoy your time in the States? Well, it comes back to that thing, doesn't it? So Europe's on our doorstep and we've been to Europe quite a lot, I suppose, as on holiday or mm -hmm. school trips and stuff. So going, that's been to France loads of times where if you, you know, we haven't been to Oklahoma before, and then when you go to Oklahoma, it's so different to what what's normal for us, and Texas as well, and all them playing California. So it's the same sort of thing we were talking about earlier about bands and stuff. So it's mm -hmm. it's a novelty, you know, for us. It's sort of a you know, it's in a, a big culture shock. We're going to Europe's not as not. It's still great, but it's not as a bigger shock as going to the states. So it feels like a bigger thing, yeah. Going out and playing in the states feels like a big big deal um and uh, you know as did europe when we first went out to europe from the uk like we'd only played the uk went out to europe mm -hmm. and that was a big deal but then like going across the pond and playing out in america has been 
that, that feels big for us. Yeah. So we want to do that again for sure. Probably very flat compared to <laughs> the rest of the world. I don't know. I feel like you get to Oklahoma, you're like, man, there's like nothing here. <laughs> well, have you been to Basildon? <laughs> oh, I have been to Utah, but it was a long time ago. Long time ago. No, it's you know, it's just it's it's you know, it's just such a stark contrast to England. You know, the sun's mm-hmm. out for one. Yeah, know, it's just just everything about it is just such a nice. You know, it's just. You know, you're in awe for a couple of weeks, really, when you go out there. You know, but if you tour yeah. Germany, you know, it's not obviously it's 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 good, but it's different. But you know, going to the states is just you know. But Europe, Europe's been really good to us, and uh, always, always want to do that next European tour. Yeah, as the, as the UK as well. Um, but the last few years, obviously, we haven't been able to, as most bands haven't been able to. So it'd just be good to get back out on the road and start playing live again we've got a few shows lined up at the end of this month and we're going to berlin uh in my berlin may not june um <laughs> and, and yeah and uh it's just just going to be good to get back out on the road really i'm trying to take advantage of whatever i can go to at the moment you know before inevitably shit hits the fan at some point again yeah for sure uh, so you got some shows coming up. I mean, do you have anything else in the works right now? You know, obviously, Acute Mania is out. Is um, is the the movie is available to watch online and and all yeah. that? We're just kind of seeing how it goes down, how the album is received, and then you know, hopefully, book some shows off the back of that, and yeah, just see what's around. But I usually in the last two albums we've done, we've done a reasonably big European tour, like off the back of the first album we toured with john garcia from caius for six weeks through europe um off the back of the last one we've done a kind of two three week tour so hopefully we'll do like another two or three week tour through europe again including uk dates and as i say it'd be nice to get out to the states again at some point yeah um, Where, where would you recommend to tour in the states hmm i'm not a booker but uh i'm North Dakota. I don't know. I mean, East East Coast. I guess that's closer for you. Um, yeah. There's, East Coast is usually pretty easy to to line up because there's usually a major uh, stop in every state, and you know it's like four hour drive, four hour drive, four hour yeah. drive, and like you know you hit something. So you know you go like Boston, New York, Philadelphia. You know you could hit DC, Baltimore, and then you can even get Charlotte. start down going yeah. into like the little bit of the South East. So yeah, usually that, you know, it's those cross country tours that bands always talk about saying like, oh, it's a fucking drag because you might be playing in, you know, this state and then there's fucking 600 miles of nothing that you have to cross to get to the next place. And it's going to be like eight, 10 hours on the road or, and you got to be there within 24 hours. So yeah, that's why a lot of them stick to the, those coastal things because you can just go boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You got to be like a big shit act to like hit all those like major stick stop, uh, stops. Makes sense. Yeah, I've only been to yeah New York on the, the East Coast, mm. right? And I'm assuming Coast. you didn't see too much of it. No, I saw we, we saw quite a lot actually. Well, we stayed in we stayed in Brooklyn, and yeah, we went we walked we walked everywhere as I suppose only <laughs> British people would walk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in in New York, walked everywhere like twelve hours a day walking. Yeah, saw quite a quite a bit. I, I really liked it actually. I, I, the first time I've been to New York yeah, and Brooklyn, Brooklyn I loved Brooklyn's it. Yeah, cool, it, yeah, it felt it felt quite Londony in a way. It felt like familiar. 
been to Arizona, it's sort of totally, you know, landscapes different, people yeah. are different, you know. Yeah, my girlfriend's from Arizona originally. So, to, you know, going out there to visit her family compared to growing up oh, okay. in We're about fucking New we're about uh, she's originally from Tucson. Okay. That's right. And it sticks, isn't it? That's right in the middle of in the uh, desert, isn't no, it? No. Oh, oh no. I mean the whole thing. The whole thing is a desert. So <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's about I don't know, like two, maybe like two hours south of Phoenix or something like that. Yeah. She's probably like listening, just being like, Oh my god, he doesn't know anything about <laughs> where this where it's laid out. <laughs> I'm just looking at I'm looking at a map so I don't sound like a fool. No, it's not. Yeah, I've, I've actually I think I've been to Tucson. It's, yeah, sort of. From what I mem- my, my vague memory, it's sort of in the middle of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about probably like two hours south of uh, Phoenix. Yeah. But yeah, Tucson's yeah. A, a cool little city. I like it a lot. A lot of cool shit yeah. out there. Yeah, I can Have see you why. You know, New York and or London and New York would be kind of comparable to one another. And I'm sure yeah. there's just as many people that yell and scream at each other in London as there are in uh, in Brooklyn. People are very passive aggressive in London, so they go, "Oh, no, after you," and they actually want to call you a cunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they'll just yell at you here. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you been listening to anything lately that you've been enjoying, whether it's old or new? So I've been listening a lot to. Uh three bands at the moment which within our scene that are doing kind of big things which is uh elder king buffalo and all them witches they kind of you know that that kind of sound at the moment's kind of big for me yeah i I like that kind of the vibes they've got going on um yeah so those three are i've been listening to a lot of lately for, for new stuff yeah go on I'll just listen to the same old shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, Go I can't even no. comment. No, no, no. Comment. no. It's, 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 it's that kind of question where, you know, if someone says, oh, put a song on, what do you want to put? What do you want to play? You go, uh, yeah, and you've got a million things to think, but you can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, you can't think of anything. We've been listening, to, we, we work together. We've got like a woodworking shop. We have the music on all day, every day. But the, the, then you the, ask us that question, and it's like, yeah, uh... the dark, the dark, the, the darkness have been on recently, isn't it? Well, the darkness, fucking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So those those three bands are uh, for me are heavy on heavy rotation at the moment. Also, the last few days we've been listening to Rota. Have you heard of Rota, German yeah. instrumental band? Amazing. No, Amazing, I'm not man. familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're really good. Yeah, check them out. They're, yeah. they're great. They're high on the agenda at the moment. They've been playing them a lot. But um, yeah, what about yourself? I don't even know if I mentioned it. Uh, I probably did, but I'll mention it again. I just saw King Buffalo. They were opening up for Uncle Acid. So we caught them yeah. on their first stop on that tour. And uh, it was it was great. I mean, they were great. It was really fun to see Uncle... I mean, I've seen Uncle Acid a bunch of times now. So, it, But it's always uh, fun to see them. They're... They're one of my faves. And I, I think, was it last year, they well, they aimed to release like three records in one year? I don't know if they've done it, but I think they released two two records and there's one coming this year, I think, King Buffalo I'm talking about. Um, and yes. yeah, just just every release they're putting on is kind of, yeah, it's getting better and better. It just sounded really good. Probably going to see them again at, at Desert Fest. <laughs> 
Um, nice. Let's see. What have I been listening to? Uh, I checked out this uh, band, Confessor. They're not, I don't think they're around anymore, but they're um, condemned. That's from kind of back in the day. I was surprised that it was not a woman singing because the, the dude's uh, vocals are just like very, very like high pitched. I was so very shocked by that. Uh, and also uh, Absent in Body, which is that like super group with um, the dude from Amon Ra and Scott Kelly from Neurosis. And oh, uh, yeah. uh, is, it, is it Igor? I think it's, I think it's Igor Cavalera. Um, but they, their album, Play God, phenomenal, amazing. Probably one of the best records I've heard uh, this year so far. It's it's fantastic. And uh, I've also been amassing a bit of a tape collection. Um, so I've been trying to dip into that, listening to my friends in uh, Trophy Hunt. They're like a noise grind band. Uh, their album Silent Intercom, which is great. Uh, Bog Wizard versus Dust Lord, the, the Split, Four Tales of the Strange, and uh, friends in Sigils from uh, in and around the New York area. Um, just on a recent episode, uh, the album is called You Built the Altar, You Lit the Leaves, and I'll probably be naming some other tapes that I've been dipping into. And uh, what else I listen to? The new Snake album, Acute Mania. No, we haven't got it on. We haven't got it on tape. It's not an MP3. Put it on tape, and I'll get it. But uh, no, I'm I'm looking forward to checking out more of this uh, project. So, like, where can people find you out on the internet and whatnot? So, our Bandcamp page has all the links to the movie, so you can download the movie from there. Obviously, buy the merch and vinyl, which unfortunately, due to the delays, is not going to be out until kind of May now. But yeah, everything's available from our Bandcamp state state music Bandcamp. Bandcamp.com/slash. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and that that that's kind of pick everything up from there. Or Ripple's uh, Ripple Music's uh, website. They're the two kind of places to go for all good snake merchandise and releases. Awesome. Check out Acute Mania, and thank you for coming on Diary Two. It was great, and that will do it for this chapter of the Diary. Thanks for having us, Dylan. Yes, my pleasure.
Let's let this go by. <laughs> <laughs> it's a homicide. 